Good morning. Hi. Um, welcome to today's podcast episode. Uh, it's it's. Hmm. I don't know what kind of episode this is. It's not a review episode. It's not statistics. It's. I, mean, I guess that means it falls under the category of general, but it's not quite a general episode either. I slept um, pretty poorly last night. Uh, I, I spent six hours of it sleeping on the floor with a thin towel underneath me, a tiny small throw pillow for my head, and I put on a sweatshirt to stay warm. And I guess I should clarify that. Um, I've mentioned uh, my girlfriend a few times, a handful of times on the show. She's actually been on an episode with me. And uh, as I'm recording this Tuesday, September 4th in the morning, on September 2nd, which was Sunday, uh, we broke up and things uh, have been pretty interesting, to say the least, since that point. I was the one that initiated the breakup. Um, it was tough. Uh, it, it's, it's the second time I've had to do that uh, in my life, and it is just as tough. Uh, actually, it was probably harder this time than it was the first time to to bring it up and and to talk about it. It uh, so uh, what happened is we met at my old job. Um, that's how we met. We were co-workers for a while um, and friends for a while while we worked there before we got together. I talked about, about a year and a half ago, I talked about the work injury that I sustained where I broke uh, a bunch of bones in my hand and she was there for me during that ordeal, which I am incredibly grateful for. And when I, you know, I took, I had time off of work at that point, uh, and then when I did go back to work, it was part-time and with limited capacity, you know, I was in a sling for most of it, and during that time, uh, you know, she and I were talking a lot, and um, there were definite feelings there, and the last weekend before I was able to come back to work full capacity. I took a, a, a trip to New York. No, not New York, Philly. <laughs> to Philly uh, to, to see some old friends from, from high school times. And uh, at, while I was there, 
uh, I, I really spent most of the time, you know, talking about this girl that I liked and uh, how I really wanted to be with her, but, you know, it was complicated because we worked together and so uh, when I got back from that trip, I, on the, on the train ride home, I was, you know, I sent this textbook long, you know, like, I think five, seven or eight times I maxed the capacity for a text message when I was just kind of stream of consciousing my thoughts and feelings to her. And uh, her first response, uh, her first text back was something along the lines of, you know, I can't read this right now. This is way too long, <laughs> which is fine. I understand that. I get it. And then um, the day before I came back to work, she said that she was going to come over and we could talk things out and figure out what we were going to do, which was great. I was very excited about that. And she did, and we talked, and we decided to be together, and it was very nice, and we just kind of laid in bed together until work started that night, working overnight, right? Um, so that was May 9th of 2017, the first day, um, and then things we're good. I was happy. We were happy. Um, you know, she went and saw a lot of movies with me, as I'm sure I referenced uh, multiple times throughout this this show. She, uh, we went to Brazil together more recently. Um, we ended up living together back in, technically, officially back in like February, March, when she had to leave her old apartment. And then a month ago, a little over a month ago, we moved into our own apartment together, just us, because before we had other roommates that lived with me. And uh, things things got tough um, toward the end. Well, before they did, uh, you know, we watched a lot of TV movies we we went places um we we would go on walks through the park uh we went to museums and we ate a lot of good delicious food that's bad for you and and things like that and we spent a lot of time together and when i left work in august last year a year ago thereabouts um you know that I don't want to say that that changed things or that that, that was like the harbinger of, of all, all, all to come, but it definitely shook up the dynamic. She still worked nights at that point, and uh, I didn't work at all. And so we no longer had the same sleep schedule. You know, my body, now that it didn't have to be working when it, the sun, when the moon was out, uh, didn't want to. It wanted to sleep. And I think that is what kind of, that's kind of how things were, and so for, I don't know, four months maybe, it was me sleeping during the night while she was at work, her sleeping during the day, and um, I would just 
have all the lights out in the apartment, and I would have headphones in, and I'd just kind of watch movies and be on my computer while she was asleep. Or I'd go to a movie while she was asleep. And we would only be awake together, and on days that she worked anyway, for three or four hours. And she had a couple of days off a week. So, um, you know, I, at the time, I... You know, when I was getting, making dinner for myself, it was when she was waking up to go to work. So I would make dinner for myself and breakfast for her at the same time. And we would eat. And she would come home in the morning. And if I was awake, we would have, I would make breakfast. If I wasn't, she would wake me up and just kind of crawl into bed with me. And it was a, it was a good system for, for the circumstances. You know, she wanted still wants to leave that job and hasn't been able to and i it sucks but it's it's the reality of the situation uh around christmas time in january her hours changed she no longer worked overnight uh her so instead of going in at 9 to about 7 or 8 in the morning sometimes later uh, her schedule got adjusted to 2 in the morning. She had to wake up 3 in the morning to be there uh, until like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. So, uh, you know, marginally better. And we could, you know, spend some of the night at least sleeping together. Uh, I wouldn't... She would still have to go to sleep at like 6 in the afternoon. Uh, but I would be able to go to sleep around midnight or a little after midnight and be in bed with her for an hour or two before she had to get up, um, but, and then, you know, while she, you know, she was home during the middle of the day, it made it more convenient for us to do things, and go to movies, and, and see things, and just spend time together, and that was nice, too, that was good, and um, then relatively recently, within the last three months, maybe, four months, um, her schedule shifted again, uh, so, now she works six, she gets up at six-ish um, and goes into work between six and seven uh, until about five. And now uh, she goes to sleep at like 10 or so to, make, to be able to get up around six. And that is kind of um, one of the many straws on the camel's back. So... What that meant was she was sleeping at night, all night. And the problem was I didn't go to sleep until, I mean, my sleep schedule was like midnight, one in the morning or so that I was going to sleep. So not the biggest change, not the biggest difference, but a, a difference, you know, that's three hours earlier for me. That's, you know, I I spend a lot of that time on my computer. I spend a lot of it talking to my friends on the computer and uh, to kind of give this some perspective, um, I, I don't have any real friends in, in real life. Uh, I, 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 they're all online, every single one of them. The people I know that do live in, in the vicinity of, of Pittsburgh, uh, you know, I, haven't, I don't talk to them regularly. They're from college. I, I don't see them ever. It's only people I know online. And the vast majority of them I know from Fantasy Movie League at this point. And I am I'm so appreciative and thankful to those people, uh, if they are listening. I, I 
I mean that sincerely. I think that you guys are awesome, and I, I'm so happy to call you some most of you my friends, and and hopefully more of you as the time passes. But so so what happens is like I would do when she went to bed at six, like I would do when she went to bed at three in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, one in the afternoon, whenever it was. Um, I would, you know, we would lay in bed together. She would, we would watch TV until she fell asleep. And then I would get out of bed and come back out to my computer and, and be on there until I was tired. And that is far from the only reason that, that led to us breaking up, but, but definitely one that has come up multiple times in multiple conversations. And, uh, it's part of a larger issue. Uh, it is, um, which is relationships uh, are about a lot of things. You, it takes a lot of work um, to make them work. It takes compromise and um, it takes effort and focus and, uh, you know, even a little bit of, of sacrifice. And, you know, that's something I was going through. Uh, you know, I, you know, she wanted me to come to bed when she went to sleep. And I think that's a perfectly reasonable request. But at the same time, uh, you know, the, the struggle being that a lot of these people that I talk to, uh, my friends, like, you know, I, I, they work, I, I don't. So, you know, I'm on the computer all day anyway. But they, they work, so they can't possibly be on the computer all day either. Uh, they, then when my girlfriend gets home, you know, I try to spend my time while she's awake with her. You know, we make food together, we would go to a movie, or we just watch TV or something. And then, so I, I spend most of that time unable to, to talk to any of my friends. And then it would be... Later in the evening, you know, the, that, that sort of 9.30, 10 o'clock to 1 in the morning slot where most of the conversations would happen. And, and to say that what that was for me was less than, you know, a, a community, less than, less than, you know, a support group or, or something to that effect, you know, wouldn't, would be untrue. I, I, I had spent so long, um, you know, since I left work, I, that was my, my group of friends, work friends, that's all it was. And since I left work, I didn't have any of that. You know, when we would spend time with my girlfriend's friends, uh, you know, it was fine. I, I, but, but, you know, we never spent time with any of my friends because I didn't have them and that sucked. That was really awful. I, I felt like real shit a lot because of that. And um, I, I think, you know, to, and I'm, uh, you know, you see a lot of in these movies, these rom coms and things like that, you get a lot of these ultimatums about it's either you or your friends or, or me or your friends or, or your, depending on who's saying it and and 
and it's a trope. It, you know, it comes up a lot, and uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of silly to me. I think that that's a that's an impossible question and a decision because for me, uh, my friends are like my family, um, and in some cases, uh, I care about them more than my family. Uh, because I chose them, because I, I picked them, and I, I could never make that decision, not ever. Uh, it's 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 too tough, um, and I don't. I I'm not saying that that's the decision I was being asked to make. I, I she she never said it was her or them. I I'm not. I'm trying. I'm going to try as best I can to not mischaracterize the things that were said, and you know. So that that was never the decision. I was never given any ultimatum or anything like that, and then I never. That that wasn't what happened. But, but from my point of view and from my perspective, uh, I felt like I was I was being asked to to sacrifice. A lot of this time I spend with my friends, and uh, what's more, um, to add to that, you know, um, we talk on Discord, you know, and I have Discord on my phone, and I, if I wasn't on my computer, I had my phone with me, and it was like, you know, continuing the conversation, continuing the the. The connection, and you know, if I, if I pulled my phone out um, when I wasn't around my computer, when I was with my girlfriend, you know, she was visibly upset and visibly hurt that I wasn't devoting my entire attention to her. And I can understand that. I get that. I think that at least earlier on in, in the, when this all began, uh, I was definitely, unfortunately, uh, taking my attention away from her un- unjustly. But as, and so, you know, and this, this is a conversation that happened two months ago for the first time. And it's happened since then. And since that first conversation, I scaled things back. I I I, I was reading the room, I guess, uh, a little more, in order uh, to to lessen and and hopefully, at least in my head, I, I thought I could uh, completely diminish. That, that feeling that I could see in her face every time I pulled out my phone, uh, you know. So, but but part of it is that, you know, if, if you know, you, you walk down the street, you see all these people with their heads craned down, their necks craned down, and, and, you know, everyone's on their phone, everyone's staring at their phone, you see people at a restaurant, everybody's on their phone, everybody's looking at their phone, uh, you know, fucking, even in, in movie theaters nowadays, everybody's on their phone, you see all these lights illuminating faces throughout your movie, and 
I am am part of that. I I don't know that I'm. I, I I'm guessing I'm gonna guess that I'm far from the biggest culprit of that lifestyle. Uh, but I I don't think I am so unlike that person uh, that I wouldn't put myself in the same category. It's it's kind of a crutch, you know when. So much of your life happens online and, and virtually, uh, you get attached to it. It, it, it just, I don't know, that makes sense to me that that would happen. And I, so, so what I ended up doing, uh, you know, I was, if, if, you know, if, if things lulled, you know, if we were not, having a conversation if you know if we were in the kitchen and she was cooking and I was just kind of sitting at the table and we stopped talking for a while I would pull out my phone because uh, or or uh you know if we weren't actively engaging with each other I didn't see the problem in engaging with something else uh especially if you know we were physically engaging in different things and Uh, there was a one, but but part of it was also, you know, I wanted to include her in, in this part of me. I wanted her to be a part of this. I didn't want to give it up for her. I wanted to, to bring the two things together. And, you know, she doesn't play fantasy movie league. She isn't, isn't on the Discord. She isn't part of that circle. And so, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, so my my band-aid duct tape solution to that you know I was telling her about the things I talked about uh, telling her about um, the people I was talking to and and what they were saying and I was trying to con- try to try to make her feel how I felt uh, you know I feel I feel good talking with everybody I I feel respected I, I feel I feel valued uh, not to say that I, I felt otherwise with her, but just to say that, you know, this was not a feeling I was super familiar with. And, and you know, I really didn't have... I, I, it's the third time. So I, I felt that way when I had my job. I felt respected and valued and, and cared for at my work because I think people looked up to me and respected what I was doing and... and valued my expertise and I felt this way in college uh, when my dorm was where everybody went and everybody you know I could I could feel and see that that everyone else all my friends you know cared about me and I, I did everything I could to to show them that I cared about them and and I was always open and always you know receptive to to spending time with them and, and being with them and and so on and so forth uh so so this 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 life i have this this virtual circumstance is is brings me back to those incredible feelings and and makes me feel every makes everything i i do feel validated you know i i'm I have these enormous, uh, you know, bigger than ever anyone ever needed them to be spreadsheets that, you know, so many people 
a handful of people know about, and and so few people are able to really comprehend and and to really make sense of and understand why, uh, other than just like, oh, that's cool, and not that I, I wouldn't say my girlfriend fell into that exact uh, classification, but but she was close to that than she was to the people who could who could fully understand them, you know, and uh, so. And, and yet, you know, this is something, this spreadsheet is, is, you know, if you listen to this show, it's clearly something that I care deeply about. It's something I spend hundreds and thousands of hours of my life working on. And it, it means so much to me. And, uh, you know, I was asked recently what I would do if it disappeared, if, if something malfunctioned, if, if it was, if the file was corrupted or, or something happened and I could have, I had no access to it. And I, I had I have no answer for that question. I I don't know what would happen. I don't think there's it's just the, so much time was put into this. Uh, you know I don't know that I could have the resolve and and fortitude to to work on it again, to start from scratch. No, even knowing what the ultimate result is going to be, even having letterboxed and something like that to to you know go back and and find every single movie I've ever seen. I don't know that I have that capacity. And so, you know, that that having this group of people who make that part of me feel validated and 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 worthwhile and meaningful is is powerful you know it's it's so powerful and so that for that reason i i i don't want to i almost never want to leave it and and maybe that's childish and and maybe that's you know me not fully wrapping my head around being in this relationship and what that was but that's that's not the whole story so that's that's not the whole that's that's part of the story um the other there are other other parts of the story so we're we're getting there uh so you know i mentioned that that kind of started two months ago and that's kind of when we really had our first fight um I don't remember what movie it was, but we went, we walked to a movie about two months ago after I came back from, after we came back from our, vac, uh, from a vacation to, to the shore. And uh, we walked, it's about a 25, 30 minute walk to the movie theater we went to from my apartment, from the apartment. We didn't say a word. Oh, no words were spoken during this walk. Um, I am not i try not to be i don't want to be a very confrontational person uh so you know and the whole time whole walk over i'm in my head you know clearly something is wrong clearly she is upset uh we had had a small discussion about the whole being on my phone thing uh when we were at the shore and, and on vacation but uh now it felt like nothing had changed it felt like she was still 
frustrated and, and upset about everything. And we got to the movie, we watched the movie, I don't remember what it was. And uh, we left the movie theater, we still had not really said anything to each other. And we got about half a block, and I finally said, you know, paraphrasing from here on, but I said, are we going to talk about this? And she said, what? And I said, you know, this whatever it is that's that's going on and whatever that's everything whatever that's wrong and we proceeded to have a conversation slash fight uh about being present in a relationship and and you know a lot of what i've just kind of talked about and it's tough uh to think about um she she felt undervalued and and like she wasn't worth my time anymore and she you know at, but at, at this point during this conflict during this fight you know it wasn't it, it wasn't it hadn't gotten to the point where it was you know just a few days ago uh, at this point it wasn't about it it was more of a sort of I, I can't believe you're on your phone all the time it, that was kind of the baseline of it and so at this stage of things you know the discussion wasn't about you know, giving up being on the phone to spend more time with me, it was about, you know, why are you even on your phone all the time? And so the conversation kind of became about, you know, like, look, these are, I, you know, I would say, I had said, uh, you know, I, we get to spend time with all of your friends and we get to go do things with them and hang out with them because they live here and I don't have that. And, you know, we've, never gone out and hung out with any of my friends because they don't live here and they're all online and they're all virtual and being on my computer being on my phone and and so forth is is the only way I can get in touch with them and contact them and be be their friend like that's the only way the rela- friendship works is if that's what I'm doing if I'm talking to them that way and uh so by the end of that conversation um we got to a somewhat of an agreement, an arrangement, uh, where, you know, I would, like I kind of said, I would, like, read the room better, and, and you know, when, when I was with her, and when I was, should be spending my time and energy on, on talking and, and focusing on her, I would be doing that, and, the other side of things, so, so you know, this was a two-sided conversation. There were problems and, and things brought up on both sides. So from my, on my end of that, uh, you know, I, part of it is that, you know, it's, it's not, I, I mentioned, you know, her working and, and the constant shifting schedules that she had and, and you know, as, it came very, you know, came close to lining up with with my sleep schedule and stuff. But 
um, it, it never quite exactly did. And so I mentioned, you know, I would lie with her until she fell asleep. And she had previously said that uh, that was, she was really thankful for that and really appreciative of that. And it you know, whether it was, you know, 2, 4, 6 p.m., whatever, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, she would, there were times when me getting up and leaving would get upset her, and then I would, you know, sit, you know, lay back down or something, and then she'd get upset again and tell me to leave, and my problem, I, you know, obviously, you know, at at that point, you know, if I leave, she's upset. If I stay, she's upset. But I, I just wanted to not be made the bad guy for that. You know, it's not my fault that our sleep schedules are different. It's not her fault that her sleep, our sleep schedules are different. No one's at fault here. It just is what it is. And, you know, she said that she would, she agreed to that. She said that that was fair and and she wouldn't make me out to be the bad guy because of that situation and you know there i i'm sure there were other things i I don't remember everything that was said but at that time when this conversation was happening you know we had already put down we had already signed uh the lease of the apartment we currently reside in and the conversation turned uh, at one point to are we still do we still want to live together and you know if if we're unhappy you know is this something we need to consider and we had determined that we did still want to live together and so we forged ahead um and then like the next month or so was kind of a blur uh most of it was spent packing and get trying and working out uh, how to move all of our stuff, which became a huge ordeal in and of itself. That doesn't really pertain to the relationship in any way, so I, I won't really get into that. But ultimately, um, we were able to move into this place um, about a month and a week ago, and uh, yeah. And and from that point, things were strained, um, which sucks. It really sucks. Things were not easy. Things were tough. Thing, you know. Um, she said at a later point, you know, it felt like you know relationships have their ups and downs. Uh, you know, there's a reason. You know, most relationships aren't always in a honeymoon period. Quotation marks around honeymoon. Uh, but but there's for me, you know, I'm you know we're both going through this at the same time and and looking at it from different angles. And uh, she and I, I'm I'm trying to phrase things so that I'm not like un. Um, unjustly putting any blame on her for things that she didn't do or or weren't her fault. But uh, let me see. Um, uh, 
we had a lot to do with the apartment. It had problems, still has problems. So it took a while to, to fix things. And her dad came out twice to, uh, to help us fix things, which was so nice, so, so nice of him. And, and to that, you know, we, we did. We, for the most part, you know, at this point right now, I would say that, you know, this is a nice place. And I, I like the apartment. I like where it is. I like how it is. I like a lot about it. And um, work uh, during the summer... That target is real shitty. Uh, having worked three summers at Target myself, I know how rough it is. It is awful. Uh, during the summer, back to college months, uh, when I was there, I worked an easy, you know, at one point I worked 14 straight days in a row. Uh, I, I did like... Um, uh, 80 plus hour weeks on occasion uh there were days where i went in at 10 p.m and didn't get home until four in the afternoon the following day uh it is it is not there is so much to do and it is so overwhelming and that is what is currently going on right now it is that is that season is just wrapping up in the next couple next week or so um, and at this season, it is currently being compounded by uh, adjustments and changes to the system that are uh, complicating things and exacerbating that problem even further. And so to that end, uh, she comes home later and later. The amount of time we have to spend together is shorter and smaller. Uh, and much of that time is spent letting her rant about how she feels about what's going on in the work and I'm glad that I can understand the intricacies of the system and understand how she, what she's going through because uh, it lets her talk about it and, and with someone who, who's knowledgeable and understands this thing and uh, you know I can and she knows that when I agree that things are fucked that I know what the hell I'm talking about and I think that that matters I think that means a lot and but also you know for a while um and a solid 50% of the conversations we had were just about her work that's it maybe more than that you know he, you know spend half an hour when she comes home talking about it Spend an hour cooking and eating, watching TV, and uh, by that point, it's time to go to bed. And over this last month or so, it, it became painfully obvious uh, to, to both of us uh, how unhappy we'd become. Um... You know, it, it it wasn't.
And so, uh, a little over a week ago, um, I had asked her, I had said, I told her, I like, hey, you look, you know, we, uh, we, we both struggle uh, at times with expressing ourselves and, and talking about our, how we feel, and that, that certainly doesn't help things. Uh, you know, it's, it's been there from the beginning, and, and um, so about a little over a week ago, I, I told her, I, you know, I'm constantly asking her if she's okay when I can tell that she's not, and she generally will say, yeah, I'm fine. And I know that she's not, and, you know, I prod a little, but I don't, you know, I don't want to be overbearing about it. I I just want to make sure she knows she can talk to me about those things. And so she said she was fine, and I said, you know, you look unhappy, and she said, I am. And um, we didn't talk about it right then. because I was heading out the door to go see a movie. Uh, but we talked the next day. And um, we were actually planning to see a movie the next day at 6. We started talking at like 5. And we missed the movie, which is fine. I don't care about that. But... So we talked, and, you know, why are you unhappy? Um, And it's, you know, we don't spend time together anymore. Uh, We weren't being intimate anymore. Uh, There was nothing, you know, we were just kind of existing together a lot of the time. And, you know, we, we talked about that and brought up things, things I've already said, and we, we, it was emotional, uh, things went to a lot of places that I wasn't expecting them to go, um, the question of, do you want to break up, came up, and I said no, and I asked her, and she said maybe, we, we don't have a lot in common, um, she enjoys movies. Uh, she comes goes with me to the movies a lot, more than I kind of expect anyone else to want to go to see the movie. You know, most people to want to see movies uh, would, and but but she's not. They don't mean the same thing to her that they mean to me, um, and I think that's apparent by the way we talk about them afterward as well but beyond that you know she goes to she likes to go to shows and and museums and things and and that's not really my scene either uh you know and i've i've gone to those things with her i i've done i've spent my time you know the whole the whole trip to brazil was was kind of that uh you know she likes to travel i don't not a big traveler uh it it, it and she, um, you know, I went to Brazil to be with her and to spend that time with her. It was, it was certainly an experience, one I'll never forget, one that, uh, 
you know, I have, I had good times in Brazil, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I was like, just, I went there and I was miserable, that's far from what happened, but, you know, it was clearly evident that my time there was far different from her time there, and, uh, you know, the same, you know, at, at the shows and the things we did and, and the places we went, and, you know, she likes to go to art festivals and, and night markets and things like that, and, uh, you know, for me, that's just, I walk past all the stands, I either don't see something I'd want or want to look at, or if I do, I can't afford it, and I can't justify buying it, and so I, I don't have a ton of reason to be there, you know, it, it to that effect, and it's slightly boring, and she's, she loves that, and she loves those places, and doing those things, and I think that's great, and I always told her I would do those things with her, I would go to those things with her, but um, but if I'm not enjoying them, she can't enjoy them. She, she was unhappy because she could just see I was bored or I would pull out my phone because I, I didn't want to be there. And, you know, I, I'm sure we're both seeing things through our own slightly adjusted perspective and, and it was somewhere in the middle and but you know we were very different people we are very different people in that sense um there are a lot of things that we we are similar in uh we both there are a lot of things you know we love the same kind of tv shows uh we watch a lot of the same stuff we she likes movies you know there is overlap there you know, uh, we, we eat together and, and enjoy food and, and that side of things. And But we, we have similar humors and, and that those that's compatible too. And But there's just so many things that, that, you know, most of my passions, most of my, the things I love in life that are interests and hobbies like those are things that I do I can pretty much all do them from my computer pretty much and the things that she is passionate about and she's loving loves that aren't people that are things that are hobbies like those are things that she goes out and does those are things that she makes the time to to spend at a concert or or at an art show or traveling to Brazil or Greece um, or England. And it is a fundamental difference that she dreams of traveling the world and seeing all the places. And I dream of seeing all the movies and, you know, you just change movies and places, and those are two incredibly different dreams. So, so we talked about that a week ago. And by the end of that conversation, we both agreed to talk more about how we feel. 
Um, I told her that I would come to bed when she did more often. Um, and she said that, and and you know there are other there are other I don't know I consider them more minor elements of this, but there are other things that we discussed and and were agreed upon on both ends. But for me, the biggest thing for me on my side was, you know, when we we talked about her being unhappy, and I was like, "How long has this been?" And she said, "You know, weeks." And I'm like, "How? Why am I like?" I can tell that you, things are bothering you, but you don't tell me that they. But you won't admit to that. And if you do, even if I know that there's something wrong, if I don't know what it is, I don't know how to react. I don't know how to respond. And that was my biggest thing is I don't know what to do if I don't know what's wrong and what's hurting and what's bothering you. And her biggest thing was, you know, it doesn't feel like, you know, we're not intimate anymore. We're not close. We don't spend time. We're not both doing things. And and at one point in this conversation, she said, you know, what if we had a schedule? What if we, you know, this day we watched TV and this day we went out and did something and this day we went for a walk and this time day we went out to eat and... I didn't react great to that. To me, that sounds like setting up a play date for for kids. To me, that feels like, you know, it feels like we lived in different parts of the country and we were scheduling time to spend together. And the reality is we slept in the same bed in the same apartment. We shouldn't have to spend time to be together or, or plan time to be together, rather. We just, we live together. And so at, at that point, things felt like they were just drifting further and further and further apart. But we, we tried. We were trying. We, we talked it out, talked about it, and we decided, you know, hey, we're going to try this. We're going to try and make this work and take extra effort and, and go further than we've been going and, and try to do more. And so we did, you know, that was a little over a week ago. And now in the next couple of days, you know, I did go to sleep when she did. And, uh, you know, we, we talked more about what I was doing on my computer and, and movies and, and about work and, and what else outside of that. And, This past weekend, um, there was more work problems, and her schedule adjusted back from the 6, 7 a.m. time to 2 or 3 in the morning uh, for Friday and Saturday. And, um, you know, I, I she had to go to sleep so much earlier, so, you know, I wasn't asked to or expected to, you know, go to sleep with her then. And those were the days, up until those days, I had gone to sleep uh, when she did before that. But those days, I didn't. And when I came back out here to my computer and I was on the computer with all these people who I care about and, and I love, then it, it just, 
it started to make me realize that I still wasn't happy. I was... I don't know. I, I just... I felt so comfortable. I always, I've always felt so, just so comfortable on my computer all the way back to when I was a kid, uh, you know, and, and every day after school, I'd come home and I'd go straight to my computer. And, and that's how I talked to all my friends was, you know, at the time on, you know, instant messenger. <laughs> and uh, I made so, that's where all, everything happened. You know, I played video games and I had listened to music and, and I was on my just on my computer always. I've had more well, hold on, hold on. I've had at least as many relationships online as I've had in person. And my most recent relationship that lasted just about a uh, almost a year and four months it would have been um was uh, the second longest relationship i'd been in and uh none of the it was I, i've never spent so much time so close to somebody And maybe, maybe I can't. Maybe that's just not me. I don't, I don't know. So, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday Eve afternoon. Man. My girlfriend, we're, we're laying in bed before she, my girlfriend goes to sleep, and she says, she asks me when the last time we had sex was. And I, I don't know. I don't remember the date. All I know is it happened once since we moved into this new apartment. We've been here, um, let's see if it's Tuesday, one, two, three, four. We've been here about five weeks. And she said, can we have sex tomorrow? Meaning Sunday. And I said, okay. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, immediately after that, she said, um, is that weird? Was that, that feels so weird. And I was like, it's, it's fine. But then she went to sleep. Uh, I went to see a movie. Um, what did I see? Oh, that was that was the day I saw. Or wait, if it was Saturday, I don't remember what I saw. The Little Stranger, maybe. Mm, I'm not sure. What day was that? I don't know. Anyway, 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 I went to see a movie and the whole night I was just thinking, you know, have we gotten to the point where uh, 
you know, we can only have sex when we ask for it the day before. What, what is that? What is happening? And eventually I, I started to come to this realization and I, you know, I'm looking back on, on the trajectory of things and I, I'm thinking about the conversations that we've had and suddenly it feels like it's not even a relationship anymore. Like we're just friends. That's how it felt. And it... It's not a good feeling. Outside from a few kisses and, and touches, that's all we really were. We were just friends. So, Sunday, she came home from work around 2. Um, we talked about her, she vented about work for almost an hour and made food and we ate and then went, ran to a movie. We saw Juliet naked. And we came back around 5. She showered. And... When she was finished with all her showering stuff, I said, she came into the bedroom, I was sitting on the bed, she asked if I wanted to watch something, and I said, actually, can I ask you a question? And she said, yeah. And I said, are we just friends? She said, what? I said, are we just friends? And she asked me if that's how I felt. And I said, yes. And she said, that's how I feel. She started crying. I started crying. And we started having that discussion, that talk about what was wrong and where things were. And I told her about how I just, she said, if she asked me if I, I was still in love with her. And I told her I still loved her and I cared about her. And I wanted her to be happy. But things were just different. It wasn't the same anymore. And we talked about fixing things. And eventually I said, I don't think it's a thing that can be fixed. I don't think it's broken. I just think it's something that's changed. You know, a friendship isn't broken. It's just a friendship. It's not an incomplete relationship.
talked about compromise and sacrifice and I said, you know, I think both of us are giving up things that we don't want to give up to try to make this work and it's still not working and you know, we should be with people who we don't have to give things up that we love for. We should be with people we can share the things we love with. I said I wasn't making, I didn't feel like I could make her happy anymore. And it's, it's awful. It sucks talking about this with someone you spent so long with. Someone you just moved into a brand new apartment with. It sucks because it hurts. It hurts the other person. She said that when we talked a week ago, she had planned to break up with me and had been hoping that I would agree with what she was saying at the time. And at the time I hadn't. I thought at the time, look, this is a bad patch this is really rough we are really things are just really out of sorts and I didn't know at the time how much of that was the move and and getting situated I didn't know how much of that was her being stressed from work and and that eating into things I, I didn't I didn't know but now I I did So we talked about an hour and a half, a little longer than that. At the end of it, we hugged. Um, She told me, we told each other that we'd each given each other a lot of happiness over the last year and four months. And we'll we'll always be thankful for that which was nice. And then I left. I, I, went, I had to leave. I couldn't stay. I went to the theater, went to the movies.
I knew she had to go to work early the next morning. I I didn't know what the plan was going to be. I didn't know what we were going to do. She had said that we could just put the body pillow between us, but uh, so I stayed out. It was Sunday, so when I wanted to come home, there were no buses running. So I walked. I walked. I didn't go home until she was gone. I could finally get some sleep. Yesterday, I was here when she came back. The only thing we really said, she asked me, was to... um, Email the realty company. Which I did. So I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with that. And then an hour or so later she left, I guess to go be with her friends. I went to a movie just to stop thinking about it. I came back around uh, a little after 10. I was tired. And I got back and she was already in bed sleeping. Door, bedroom door shut. I didn't want to go in and wake her up or didn't know if I was, if she would want me or let me go in in any way. So I got a pillow tiny, tiny pillow off the chair here. And I went into the closet and I got a sweatshirt and an old towel. And I went to sleep on the floor. Around 4.30, um... She woke me up and and told me to sleep in the bed. She put the pillow between us. And I did. And I was there. It was more comfortable, but it was harder to sleep. I could feel her constantly shifting. Obviously uncomfortable. I did did fall asleep ultimately. And then I guess it was about six ish. Six this morning. Um she threw the covers off me. And um, she had been in my phone. She'd seen me talking to friends. 
my friend, my best friend, who I met online through Fantasy Movie League, um, who I talk to a lot, who I care about, who was the first person I talked to uh, after things happened on Sunday. And she was accusatory. And I, I get that, uh, you know, uh, I get that. And we talked more and far more, more, far more emotional than we were before that or far more angry than we were before we were very sad and emotional on Sunday into this morning it was very angry and emotional she still couldn't wrap her head around things she said I was moving on already She keeps coming back to a couple of main points, which are Sunday was the first time I talked about anything, and I also, and I was giving up at the first time. I just don't agree with that. all fucked up I remember thinking oh fuck I remember thinking Saturday night when I was trying to figure out how to say it how to bring it up how to talk about it fucking naive I was thinking I you know, hey, we're already basically friends. Can't we just make that transition? Can't we just be that? No. I don't I don't know. I don't think so.
we're stuck in this damn apartment. Neither of us really has anywhere to go. I mean, I guess she has friends nearby she could stay with, but... been an hour and 13 minutes. It feels surreal that I can just reduce everything to an hour and 13 minutes. That's not even a minute every day we were together. Not even close. barely a minute for every week. And you watch all these movies. You see all these couples and romantic elements and the these will-they-won't-they's and people get together at the end of the movie or people break up at the end of the movie. <clears throat> And and it seems so inconsequential when it happens to other people. Maybe the maybe the great ones, maybe the really good Romantic movies make it make it feel real, make it feel impactful. But most of them, you know, when the credits roll, it doesn't matter anymore. And you always want, if that ever happens, you know, you want that to be how it is. Like it, it just it just disappears. It just goes away. It doesn't linger. It's not. But it can't. It can't be that. Because it's it's real and it's happening, and it me- meant something, and you felt something the whole time, and now you just wallow, sulk. You think about what could have been and how things could have been different, and tiny things that might have changed the course of the relationship or you think about the fallout and how often am I going to see her in this this apartment going forward if I stay in this town if this in this city 
is it always going to make me think of her? If I keep any of the items that I currently own, will they just remind me of this time? It's a shitty situation. It's depressing. It's sad. It's unfortunate. I just needed to talk about it. Just into the void. At least. I don't know what she's saying. I don't know what the story looks like from her side. Or how the narrative plays out. She keeps saying she could hear it, feel it coming. And... I wish I'd felt it sooner if this is what was going to happen. I wish I'd felt it sooner so we hadn't moved in together. Neither of us can afford this place on our own. I don't have a job. Even if I did, I don't know if I could afford this on my own. I don't know. I told her if she wanted to stay here, I would move out. And I would still pay half the rent. And she said she couldn't stay here anymore. She just... And I foolishly considered the idea of us both still staying here somehow, and that's not going to work either. So it feels like the options are we both leave and find a new place to live, 
separately, contingent on the realty place letting us do that at the, in the first place. Or she leaves and I find somebody to live with here for a while. Or something. At least until, I don't know, something else happens. So. But both of those require the support and approval of our realtor, our landlord. And uh, we don't know if we have that yet. It's, it's, it's fitting in a narrative circular kind of way that when this relationship started, it was predominantly me getting it to that point. You know, I had no reservations about being with her. Job be damned. I said if it was a problem, I would quit. And when I did leave, I wasn't quitting for that reason. But it was something I had been thinking about for a while. And here we are. And it's, it's mostly me ending things. She felt it. She felt the end of it the way she felt the feelings we had in the beginning, but it's mostly me pushing us toward that, over that cliff. I just want to fast forward I want to skip ahead I don't know how long like in, in, in click I want, I want to just fast forward to just being done with this situation want to move on I don't know that I can just yet it took a while all the other times it'll take a while here
sorry. And I'm sorry, this is so down. This is so sad. Don't mean to don't mean to kill your mood and and vent about my relationship problems on my movie podcast. Everything feels so certain when you're on one side of of an issue. Doesn't matter what it is. Politics, religion, movies, relationships. You feel like you know the truth and you know what is going on. You know how the world works and you know what you know. And when someone comes along and someone says, no, it's not like that. It's, have you considered that it could be like this? You're dismissive and, you know, how could they possibly understand it better than you? They couldn't. And then they tell you, oh no, but look, all my, all these people I know, they think the same thing I do. And it feels like Okay, well, that changes things. Maybe thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not considering every possible, possible angle. Maybe, maybe I am wrong. And you look for people who agree with you. You go back and walk through all the things that took place and, and try to reconfigure and reconstruct everything, putting all the pieces back together, trying to make sure that the image you're left with now is the same one you think you saw before. And, and, and it's always a little different. Just a little. Even if one piece is a different color, even if one piece is out of place, it's just a little different. Maybe you didn't do everything right. Maybe the movie isn't perfect. Maybe there's a flaw. Maybe, maybe there are bad things that can happen from the right political policies, to, to extend the metaphor. But maybe, maybe you aren't this this pinnacle of of a perfect boyfriend that you you always thought you could be. You always think you are, you, you know. And then you have to reconcile the idea that maybe it isn't about there being such a thing as a perfect boyfriend it's it's about finding the person that you click with finding the person that fits you and 
I remember a conversation my ex and I had. My ex. And I had um, early on in our relationship. We were at a bus stop coming out of a movie and talking about this history teacher I had in, in grade school. He, uh, I loved him. He was amazing. I thought he was one, he was one of my favorite teachers. And he told us once that he had this poster on his wall of the galaxy and had a dot where earth would be. And it had the, an arrow pointing to this dot with the words, you are here. And throughout the, the, the year, he would gesture to this poster as a way to indicate that failing this class or, or doing poorly on a homework or a test, a bad hair day, all of these things, you know, how insignificant they must be in the grand scheme if we are here. If we are this infinitesimal spot in a galaxy that makes up an infinite uh, universe. And to reinforce that, he told us that his wife and he acknowledged that they weren't soulmates, that they weren't perfect for each other, that there were issues between them, but that the odds of finding the right person are so so tiny that the pursuit of such a person is is almost ridiculous to even fathom and it's true it 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 is absolutely true that if you even think about how many people there are in the world and if you even you know, you eliminate the genders and uh, uh, peoples that you aren't attracted to, that you aren't sexually interested in. You eliminate the people that are too young for you or too old for you. You eliminate the people that, you know, check off any of your deal breakers. That number you're left with is still massive, massive and the odds that you'll meet all of those people in that paradigm, impossible. The odds that you're going to go to every other country, find every other person that fits those criteria, no, you can't. You're going to meet all the people you go to high school with. You're going to meet the people that you work with, people you go to college with, people and and friends of friends, and then, you know, you'll ripple effect a little bit outside of those circles but that's like you you are you're not even at point zero 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 one percent of the entire group of people that could ever potentially be with you it's it's not feasible even someone who travels constantly can't ever hope to, met, to, to hit a single percent of those people. I, I don't believe it. And so 
it's tough to reconcile that the person you are with, the person you think about, the person you want to be with, whoever that may be, it's it's heartbreaking just to think that they aren't perfect for me. To know that the odds are absolutely so tiny. And so he tells us that he and his wife are very, very close to that number. They aren't that number, but they are so they are close. And that's good. And that is worthwhile. And that they would rather spend to their lives together with someone who is marginally not perfect for them than waste their lives searching for that person and not being able to find them. And I think for me, this experience, this last month or so has been coming to terms with the fact that you know that that compatibility percentage or you know whatever metric however you want to classify it categorize it it's not as high as we thought it was and it's just the number just keeps dropping and it's finally hit a threshold where it's not it's no longer worth not finding someone better for each of us I don't know. Everything's just so tangled and I just want to break away and 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 there's so much that has to be done for that to happen. And all every time Every time we talk, every time she's here, all I just I just see and feel the hurt and it kills me. It just kills me. Now I don't know. I don't know what happens now.
I don't know where to go, what to do. Gotta, just gotta push forward and, and try to be happy. Try. Well, um, there were some movie references in this episode. Some connections drawn tangentially. If you listen to this, thank you. You can, if you want to talk, if there's anything you want to say, there's ways to do that. Yep. And uh, I'm going to release this episode early as soon as I'm finished with it. Just to get it out. I don't want to have it linger. Um, so that's that's going to take Wednesday's episode slot. So there won't be a Wednesday episode because I'm putting this one out early. That's all. Thank you. Have a have a better week than me. Please. <laughs>